backyard for, during holidays, Thanksgiving, for example, we're baking thousands of pies in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. Welcome to BizCast Greater Lacrosse, a weekly podcast brought to you by BizNews Greater Lacrosse. We bring you news from the business community. I'm your host and founder, Vicki Markison, and I have the pleasure of having Bob Anderson join me. Bob is getting used to the title of co-owner because he's been general manager of Linda's Bakery for 20 of your 50 years, not your personal 50 years, the company's 50 years because you're celebrating 50 years this year. What a big deal that is. What do you have planned for it? Yes, we're celebrating 50 years this year since Linda's Bakery inception in 1973. We're holding a weekend-long celebration to thank our customers for their loyalty, for keeping us in business, and we're serving anniversary cake, giving out some door prizes and some coupons for every customer for the rest of the year. It's an amazing milestone. I was saying, as we were warming up, if you will, here, that 50 years, most businesses don't make it five, and especially anything having to do with food. Usually it's like two or three of those critical years. And so it is time for a celebration. But for people that have never stepped into Linda's, of which everyone is going to go, you've never been to Linda's? But it is truly amazing. So describe all the products that you have and that you sell there. Yeah, I still hear that from customers. This is my first time here and we welcome them. We have a wide variety of bread and buns to pastries and rolls that we make every day in our case. And we make desserts uh, from uh, chocolate mousse in our cooler to decorated cakes for uh, birthdays and other celebrations. So I'm envisioning as I like step in. So to the right, there's the wedding cakes and like a whole beautiful area for wedding cake planning. And you have coffee. You have an amazing counter of all kinds of goodies, donuts and cake pops. And then as I go to the left, you even have dog treats, right? Yes, yes, we make dog treats, and that uh, was called Cody's Dog Bones from Linda's uh, grand dog. She called him Cody, uh, inspired the recipe and the name for the dog bones, and they're very popular. They are popular. And then if I keep going and visualizing to the left, you have some of your refrigerated items. Uh, Describe what's in that case. Yes, we sell from our freezer uh, pre-decorated birthday cakes, and we sell dessert cakes, and uh, gluten-free items. We bake those once a week on a dedicated gluten-free day, and then we offer them daily from the freezer case. Uh-huh. So people with gluten allergies can take note of that. And then just all kinds of goodies on the inside, everything from chocolate-covered goodies to like like puppy chow, right? And crackers and just yes. snacks. And then a seasonal table that always gets me every time. Oh, I didn't plan on coming and seeing this, and I'll take one of those and one of those. And so Let's talk about the seasonality. So um, you bring in a lot of seasonal products. Why is that? Yes, our customers like to celebrate seasons and holidays and occasions. So we help those celebrations with our seasonal products, you know, Holidays like Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas are our busiest times, along with graduation season. Our customers like to celebrate those special occasions and holidays with our products, and we're there to help them out with that. 
and help out you do because I will confess I'm one of these people that my brain wanders when I bake and I'm like wait how much sugar did I just add and so it doesn't turn out and I'm so disappointed and so you were my you were my godsend for Christmas cookies this year so thank you for that yes. <laughs> that's what you do you help people out in those ways so yes we do the baking for our customers during the busy Christmas season yes and we were talking about that too because you know a lot of places that have been around for a long time remember Okay, back in the, gosh, what would it be when you started? So 1973, and we were saying you were on in downtown on Leonard Street. That yes. was not you personally, but Linda's was there. Yes. And that would be your grandma, right? So My aunt, yes. Oh, your aunt, that's right. So your aunt bought what business? Linda bought Salem Bakery from Harold Hetland in 1973. And before that, the bakery started in 1926. Wow. Did, did recipes get passed on? Yes, recipes got passed on. So Linda was the uh, third, maybe fourth owner of the bakery starting in 1973. Mm -hmm. And then my dad, Mark, became her partner in 79. So that was a brother, sister, yes. and then the brother being your dad Correct. had you and your sister, Laura, and you married your mom, Sue. Yes. And we have uh, other siblings. My brother, Michael, works there with us as well. Laura and I are uh, beginning a plan into ownership with my parents. And did you ever see yourself doing that? Yes, I did. Did you? I grew up in the bakery from when I was a, a young child and in high school. I worked there on weekends and through college and now working there full time. So what is it like to grow up in a bakery? It's fun and exciting. We always got to help with the baking and we were always there either sleeping on flour sacks during busy <laughs> times or, or playing to, and also helping and learning how to work there. And you have to have seen the physical store, if you will, grow, the bakery grow. Like, how do you remember? What's the earliest memory you have? One of my earliest memories was uh, from around 1994 when Linda's Bakery uh, remodeled the current building that we're in to the new storefront. And I remember that construction happening. That's one of my first memories. And Another memory from uh, helping bake is I was pushing a, a rack of cookies and I pushed it the uh, incorrect way and it, the whole rack tipped over and I knocked over uh, a rack of cookies and, and I learned from my mistakes. We learned from our mistakes. Sometimes mistakes happen and, and I learned uh, one of my first hard mistakes that day. Yeah, because these aren't little cookie sheets, I'm guessing. These are some pretty significant, like we're talking a rack, like yes. stacks, 20 right? 20 pans of two and a half dozen per pan. Yes. Oh, Yeah. The, those I'm sure you're not the only one who remembers that. <laughs> yeah, that's a common story. Yes, yes. You're letting who own this place? Who don't you remember what he did <laughs> 15 years ago? So you are moving into co-ownership. Yes. And... The baking industry, so where I was going with that is, so it's been around since 19, well, Linda's has been around since 1973, yes. moved to the current location in 1983, mm -hmm. and there was this, well, it's not a craze, everyone's just very health conscious, right? Oh, how many calories are in that? And so uh, I was surprised by your answer when I asked, how has Linda's navigated the people eating healthier? 
idea focused on what we do best. We're making our best quality bakery products for customers to enjoy uh, simple things. We call it an affordable luxury. So we help customers celebrate birthdays, weekends, holidays with the products that we make. And everything in moderation. And the other thing that has happened, and it's probably existed, maybe people have become more sensitive, but food allergies, right? How are you adjusting to food allergies? You mentioned the gluten-free day. Yes. What, is, what does it look like to be a baker in this day and age? Well, for one, we don't we don't call our products gluten free because we bake them in a facility with gluten. So we use the term gluten friendly um, simply to caution our customers that we're doing our best, but it's not completely free of gluten, even though the ingredients themselves are free of gluten. But we do our best to make those products on a separate day for those customers. We bake once a week and have those products available in our freezer. So people are eating healthier. One thing that is significant that happened in your history is the pandemic. Yes. And I can only imagine, I mean, like many places, having to figure out touchless contact, right, with your products. Yes. How do you keep selling? Talk about how that, how the pandemic helped you launch into a new area that you weren't expecting, particularly with taking orders online. Yes, we wanted to continue to serve our customers in every way we can following local laws and guidelines. So we offered curbside pickup and that was very popular for a time. We were taking a lot of orders on the phone and we wanted to make that more efficient. So on our website, we now have online ordering available for customers to pick up the next day. And so most of our products that we have in the store every day can be ordered online for the convenience of our customers and to help us uh, manage our time better as well. Has that helped you become more efficient, do you think? Yes, I think so. We uh, spend a lot of time on the phone taking orders, and we uh, are happy to do that with our customers. But we realize that customers today are more technologically inclined. So if they can do it themselves online, then they will. So we want to promote that to let the customers look at pictures, choose what they want to order, and, and get their order ready for pickup themselves. And plus, then they can order after hours when you may yes. not be open or yes. during peak times when you're crazy busy. And right. so people can still walk in and buy of cakes course. i'm assuming anytime and get those custom decorated customized yes custom orders we don't take online currently because there's a personal touch to understanding what kind of custom decorations customers want on their birthday cakes to wedding cakes so mm -hmm. we still take those in person or on the phone so you still want people to customize their orders with you because it's very personalized the other thing that happened is you were starting to get requests from restaurants or essentially food providers for your bakery. How, yes. how are you adjusting to that? Yeah, we took advantage of an opportunity to gain uh, restaurants as our wholesale customers. So we deliver five days a week to the La Crosse on Alaska area to our customers. And so they order from us buns and bread to make their sandwiches that they're mm -hmm. serving. And we are growing rapidly in that area to uh, provide for those new wholesale customers. 
That's the one thing that online shopping can't replace. Fresh bread, right? Lo- yes. You got to go local for that. It's, a, yes. it's the beauty of what you do. What you what you have will be in demand as long as people are serving sandwiches. That's and, right. Yeah. What a great thing. Okay. The knowledge that you have, not just in your workers, but the education that you and your sister went through. So let's start with you and your sister. How did you, aside from growing up in a bakery, how did you learn what you know? From working in the bakery, primarily traditions and baking methods are passed on to us and our employees. And then in addition, I personally studied at the American Institute of Baking in Manhattan, Kansas for a semester. And I have a certificate in baking science technology. And that has to do with, I mean, baking is pretty widespread, but obviously it starts with yeast and how you want things to rise and temperature and like what did you learn like people think of baking and it it seems simple and yet complicated yes it's very scientific it requires a balance of temperature and ph and all the ingredients to make a high quality finished baked good and then you get people saying, I want chocolate in my bakery and I want blueberries, right? And so how does that change how you bake things? Yes, some combinations work better than others. For example, you know, when baking with fruit, you have to consider the moisture content and and adjust recipes for that. So each recipe is unique in, in all the considerations of balancing all the chemistry. And it's really a craft. I mean, it's just that body of knowledge is so specialized. And then you add decorating on top of it. And you're a company that's been around for 50 years. How many total employees do you have how long have they been with you and and what is the value of that skill set? How does it get passed on? Yes, our employees are very valuable. We have over 70 employees and some of the most tenured employees have been with us over 20 years. And uh, they're very dedicated, very hardworking, and they're very good at what they do. We have bakers baking every night to make our products and we have uh, decorators using their artistic talent to create custom cakes and desserts. And then all of our sales staff are working hard to serve our customers with the best customer service they can. So we rely on every employee to keep the business running and and they're the heart of our business and we wouldn't be able to do it without them. And I can only imagine the dedication, right? So I walk in at 8 a.m. and there's all kinds of goodies available and you mentioned they've been doing that over to get them fresh and out. They've been there for hours before most of us see them. So what does your operations look like? When is it busy? When are things getting made and, and ensuring that they're fresh? Yes, we're busy all day long, starting with our bakers working overnight to have the products bake fresh in the morning. And our morning clerks come in at 4.30 in the morning to get all the items frosted, packaged, and prepared. And we're busy, uh, especially on weekends and holidays. We sell a lot of our products during those times when customers are coming in to celebrate a day off or a birthday or a holiday. And we're there to provide those products for them. 
that I didn't even think about, right? So all these things that we take for granted of, oh, I have a pecan pie for Thanksgiving, someone has been working so that that is possible for the rest of us be, to enjoy on those yes. family gatherings and those holidays. And yes. so we're working hard for, during holidays, Thanksgiving, for example, we're baking thousands of pies in the days leading up to Thanksgiving to serve our customers during that busy time. Wow. Thank you to your employees. That is a gift to our community. You know, as we talk about um, these these celebrations, this um, really this sense of being a part of our community, right? You're hiring local people. You're a local business. Do you take a lot of pride in in how you add to family traditions and our community and how our community enjoys what you and your employees make? Yes, we do. Um Enjoy serving the community, and that's what we're here to do. And our primary mission is to bake the best quality bakery products we can and and serve them with the best customer service. And then second to that, we value our employees, and we all work hard together to serve the community, and we want to make sure um, that our employees have a good quality of life, too. So we take care of our employees. We're like one big, happy family. And I think that's why a lot of our employees enjoy working with us is that camaraderie, that culture of a family-owned business. We all work hard together for holidays when it's busy. We eat meals together when we're working long shifts, and then we get time off to go home to enjoy time with our families. I asked you, uh, uh, coming into this interview, what you think the success is. Uh, why, why did you make it 50 years? I owe it, we owe it to our hardworking employees, for 50 years, and we hope to continue that um, into the future. Fantastic. You've been listening to BizCast Greater Lacrosse. I'm your host, Vicki Marcus, and that's Bob Anderson. He is co-owner, you got used to saying that, and general manager of Linda's Bakery. Linda's Bakery, a staple in West Salem and Lacrosse County for 50 years. Congratulations, and we will catch you next week. 